Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now, it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, you're listening to the DPC podcast. Why, what do I usually even say at the start of this? The podcast where we talk about all things dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you're listening to the DPC podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things dead parent. And actually this week, we aren't just focusing on all things dead parent. We've decided to expand our resumes a little bit. Is resume the right word? I don't know. I thought you were going for horizons. <laughs> so to expand, expand our horizons and expand your horizons. <laughs> And give you the knowledge that we already have. <laughs> so <laughs> this week's podcast is brought to you by myself, Kat, and... And me, Sam, as usual. But as just usual. us two this week. Yeah, we have no guests. We decided that Sam and I are knowledgeable and wise enough to have these <laughs> discussions with you on our own, with nobody else involved. Yeah, so if you follow us on Instagram, you'll have seen that we took a week off last week this I mean it takes up a lot of time doing this we absolutely love it but sometimes you've got to give yourself a bit of time out sometimes life just gets in the way and you realize that you know a week a week off it's not going to be the end of the world like Sam and I were messaging messaging each other and we were like oh should we do this person this person and we'll stay up really late this night and make sure it all gets edited in time for this and when you sit back and think about it, you think, "Oh my god!" Like, just don't stress. Just don't stress yourself. Like, I ended up saying, "You know what? Let's just take a week off. We'll come back the week after, stronger and better than ever." <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not stronger and better than ever right now. <laughs> I feel like our weeks of self care just descended into chaos, and now we need another week of self care. Literally, why did we go and get boozy last weekend? We're not even <laughs> not even close to each other, and we're getting boozy. Oh, chaos! And it still ruins it still ruins the week after. This is the first time I've been home in my bed for four days, and I am absolutely exhausted. So if somehow drunk me made the decision which I did think it was off my own accord apparently I did throw a little strap about it but made the decision to say actually do you know what I'm going to stay at my own house tonight no yeah we went we went via Beth's house and I was like no I'm gonna go home what a sensible idea that was how does it work for you now because obviously you guys will know that Sam's actually in Australia 
and she's recently moved in with a family. We have you have your own little single bed, don't you? Your own little bed. Oh yeah, my cute little bedroom. Oh, so how does that work then when you go out boozing and you and you roll up at like God knows what time? I think it's going to be good for me because honestly, one of the main reasons why I was like actually it would be good for me to move in with a mum and a daughter, like a family home, mm. to kind of try and mellow myself out a little bit. Yeah. So I didn't, like, go out every single weekend like I did when I was in London. Like, spend all my money and ruin my life. So, like, <laughs> I, I know that I have no willpower. Therefore, I need, what's the word, like, outside influences to make me do the right thing. Which, <laughs> I know, is, is shocking. But, like, I know that I need that from these years of experience of fucking up my life this has just brought us on perfectly into the topic for this week's podcast yeah yeah. it's like I planned it it is like you've planned it so this week's podcast we are focusing it on self-care self-improvement how Sam and I try and make our lives as good as possible without causing too much chaos to ourselves how we get out of the dumps when we're feeling like crap and how we make certain decisions that we know are going to positively affect our lives rather than continue down a destructive path. Oh, that was so um insane. I know, I feel like I could end the podcast here and everyone fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so also, it's self-care week. It is. Woo-hoo. Hashtag NHS. You didn't get that yeah. earlier, do you, you bellend? yeah get medicare which is the same thing okay essentially okay which i still haven't signed up for obviously so if something happens to me now i'm still fucked oh for goodness that's, <laughs> that's Self-care. sign up to the doctors yeah, I know. Oh, that was meant to be this weekend and i got boozy <laughs> i didn't know it was self-care week until you said but obviously perfect perfect time to talk about it but obviously i was like is self-care different in the face of grief Hundred percent. I mean, I think it's just more important. Exactly. And it yeah. becomes yeah. more prevalent that you need Definitely. to take care of yourself. You have to be more aware of it. More aware of self care. That's just it was a brilliant little rhyme that. <laughs> more aware of self care. Yeah. Maybe that can be a new hashtag. Maybe. So one of the things that I like read on the self care um like website and stuff was the most important thing is knowing how you feel normally. Mm. So it's taking time to think about how you feel, whether it's whether you've got aches and pains, you know, if you've got a cough or whatever, or but even if it's like stuff, you know, like checking your breasts and your testicles. Yeah. Right? But knowing what's, oh, that was it. So it was knowing what's normal for you is the key thing, because then it's easier for you to detect when something's not right. Yeah. Whether we- that is with your mental health, physical health, just the, you know, your general well-being. Love that. Mm. I think the key thing about that, about being aware of your normal self, is also having the ability to be self-aware and to stop sometimes and kind mm. of assess how you're feeling to try and to try and figure out whether you're feeling your normal self or, or not. And I think one of the worst things about our generation is is that we are constantly on the move and constantly being like, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Like we're constantly being entertained and stimulated by stuff. So yeah. how, how many times do we really have to sit without anything around us that's distracting us and be like, how do I feel in myself? And instead we're yeah. just ignoring all of that and 
we get up, we sit on our phones, we go to work, we sit at work all day, we come home, we'll sit and watch loads of Netflix, or we'll sit on our phones again, we'll be eating our food, and I was actually listening to a podcast the other day about a woman who now tries, when she's eating her dinner at night, she doesn't look at her phone, she doesn't have the TV on, or any, like, other sources around her to distract her, and she'll sit and she'll enjoy her food that she's taking the yeah, time. Yeah, I do that, you know. I think that's so good. Yeah, like just like mindful eating. Yeah. So like actually enjoying your food and yeah, just being more aware because what often happens as well is, so I do it when I'm like watching a film or something, you're not concentrating on what you're eating. So yeah. you just like end up bloody, because I stress eat as well when I watch films a lot. Yeah, baby. So before you know it, I've eaten like an extra large bag of popcorn. Yeah. Or it's usually not just popcorn, it's usually mixed with chocolate buttons or something as well yeah yeah I, I feel like that can lead us on quite nice to actually it's kind of talking about self-care and relationships with food self-care and relationships with alcohol relationships yeah. with friends and also like your relationship with yourself and how we have become aware as we're older of things that aren't good for us and of things that we have noticed that help us feel better yeah and how we still fuck it up yeah obviously we're not we're not gonna <laughs> Well, you're 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 much better at it than I am. I was thinking on the way in. I was like, Kat just needs to share all her secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell people the things that you do that don't help you. <laughs> that don't help, yeah. Well, in particular, when you talk about food, so because yeah. that's one thing that when my dad died, I so I'm a stress eater, big, big time. time. <laughs> yeah. So when my dad died, I found comfort in food. Also, didn't help that it was the winter; it was Christmas time, mm-hmm. which I always give myself an excuse to fucking eat shitloads anyway. But it just did not help. And I mentioned like last week that my cousins would just bring so much chocolate into the the hospice all the time, not yeah. hostel. <laughs> oh my god! Also, when Amy texted saying the same when you call the hostel, what do you call it? You don't realise you called the hostel. <laughs> I realised when you said it, I was laughing. No, I did not realise. <laughs> yeah, so we're just in the hostel. In the hostel. <laughs> oh, dear. Your poor dad in a bloody hostel when he's died. <laughs> he died in a hostel. He was trying to escape. <laughs> it's the last thing you want. No wonder you've got such a bad idea of them as well. <laughs> I'm not staying in a hostel when I go to Australia. <laughs> My dad died in a hostel. <laughs> it's the worst thing. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> that's really funny. We were like across the road from like all these restaurants we were just going eating out at all the time. And I just continued that trend for ages. It was just self self sabotage. Yeah, it really is. Because I think it's only really become more apparent to me recently just how much of an effect food can have on your mood as well. Yeah, same here actually. Like, Because I've really struggled with my food for a long, long time. Yeah, well you're very much like a go hard or go home kind of gal, aren't you? And You'll go through months of not allowing yourself anything that you're craving and you'll eat really, really, like really, really well. I'm saying this now in like quotation marks and well, but then you'll suddenly crash again, won't you? And then you'll just be like, oh, exactly. and you'll just eat loads so, of for a month. This is actually something that I have been trying to work really, really hard on whilst I'm here. 
and I have like so I was listening to a podcast have you heard have you heard of the food medic no so it's a girl called Hazel I can't remember her last name but she's like a insta influencer okay um she's got she's a I think she's like a either an actual doctor or maybe she's a nutritionist I'm not sure but she has her own podcast her own podcast and she was speaking on there to another nutritionist and the nutritionist was like oh I eat chocolate every day she's like because it's something that I enjoy Ooh, yeah. like you know we just have a little bit of chocolate each day because I enjoy it and you know it's in moderation and that's what I've pretty much had chocolate every single day since being here yeah but everything else that I've eaten is way healthier yeah like you're you're feeding yourself well yeah so then I'm, I don't now feel well you're, you're so right in saying that I would like restrict and restrict and restrict mm-hmm. and be really really good and so proud of myself and then you know one week I have like a shit day or just have a massive craving and then I'll eat fucking like three packets of Oreos yeah, just crush and burn. So, yeah, whereas I haven't had that since being here because I've I had that like every day and some days like I mean very rarely there's some days where I'm like actually do you know what I don't need chocolate today yeah whereas a lot of the time I'm like I have it like of an evening like to end my day with something that treat yourself yeah well I'm I'm like literally like exactly the same like to be fair my relationship with food has always been I've always been very aware of what to do and what not to do but I have always, I've been a bit like you in the past where I would restrict myself from eating anything nice and then I'll gorge on everything possible. And like mm. I'll have three months of hitting the gym really hard and then I'll just have like a bad week and just give up then for ages. So it's only really since I've kind of finished uni and moved back home and um, been a bit more, been educated a bit more and stuff like that. And I am like that nutritionist where I will treat myself probably at least once a day to something that I'm going to like. So I am obsessed with chocolate bourbons. I didn't know this about you. Oh, well, it's only really, to be honest with you, since I started started work. And oh, my God, work is so dangerous with biscuits. I think that was one of the things that started me on a, another downward spiral, is like the amount of biscuit free food and stuff that people bring into an office, which is a whole different story. So many, so many biscuits. And obviously I use my fitness pal to track what I'm eating and stuff because that's what helps me figure out like what what I'm consuming and it makes me more responsible of how much I'm actually eating and literally every single day when I look through it there'll always be like at least two chocolate bourbons (laughs) on on that food bank and um, I was getting two of them out of the tin today and my friend and colleague Ben came into the kitchen and he was like Kat do you like do you like target about 200 calories out every day for your bourbons? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, I literally like schedule it in and make sure that I've got... Well, that's great. Make sure that I've got like that bank left so <laughs> I can enjoy my chocolate bourbons in the afternoon. That's great though because that is something that I have always struggled with. Like yeah. just thinking you're not allowed to eat things that you enjoy. Which is mad. Like we shouldn't be we shouldn't be hurting ourselves like that it's such a yeah. bad like mental battle I mean I ate so much crap at the weekend I cannot tell you mm-hmm. like preacher sister so I went to McDonald's of after the night out FYI side note McDonald's in Australia sells socks I'm sorry what Muck socks are you joking <laughs> I'm not joking why would you ever <laughs> my socks 
<laughs> do you know but like Bev was like scrolling do you know they have them like self um serve things yeah Bev was like scrolling <laughs> through it's just like chicken burger <laughs> chips press <laughs> and Lisa sent you the picture like just, she just sent me a picture the next morning like she woke up in these McDonald's socks oh, I so like branded socks yeah but they don't really look like McDonald's socks I think they've got like happy meals on them or something that is absolutely <laughs> mental oh, that would be a, like a good idea yeah I know <laughs> and I was speaking to someone yesterday and they were like of all the things, Australians don't even need socks. <laughs> they don't. You can just walk around everywhere. Yeah, no one barely wears shoes. <laughs> that is so mental. So funny. Anyway, so we got into Mackey's <laughs> and um, I obviously ordered a shit ton of food. Obviously. Went up to the counter and between the where I've paid and where I've gone to collect my food, I've somehow lost the receipt oh. with the number on. You probably so ate it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like oh I've lost my thing they're like what did you order and for the life of me I couldn't remember <laughs> even though I just ordered it oh, so the they were like well you can have to do it again so I went back and ordered again what so I paid two McDonald's and um then miraculously my first McDonald's turned up so I ate them both oh you are the worst <laughs> the worst mate but what I was love it at the time Oh, well, you've seen the, <laughs> the video evidence. I just don't know why I did that. You're but then what I asked when you're it was when you uploaded all those photos of you at the um the races. At the races. <laughs> and you uploaded like twenty photos of yourself in front of the same wall. <laughs> oh, I was in work, so obviously the time difference and I was like, Oh my god, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally I was late there it wasn't even that late but we'd been drinking all day maybe like 10 p.m my time yeah, yeah I remember thinking like, okay. it's not that late <laughs> it's like these pictures are fantastic yeah on the plus side I mean you look brilliant so I'm so glad that you were feeling yourself that much <laughs> that's, that's self-care right there upload <laughs> all of the coffees upload 20 <laughs> that's not even an exaggeration that's so no. funny <laughs> oh. but but so back to like self-care and stuff with food so what I'm also trying to do is surround myself with people that are going to be honest with me but also hold me accountable mm. we went for pizza obviously on Sunday night side note but like I co- did just get in from work and cook a whole pizza and ate it in bed Oh my god, dreamy! Yeah, you continue. Yeah, so then like uh, Trevor, one of the guys, he was speaking to Beth about because Beth had eaten loads of McDonald's as well, and he was like, "You're right." He was like, "McDonald's wasn't a good idea," <laughs> and usually, I don't get that kind of. I don't get people saying to me, "No, that Sam, that that wasn't a good idea." No. Usually, I get people being like, "No, it's fucking hilarious. Keep eating all the chicken nuggets because I do it too." And we, because I do it to other people as well. I do it to make myself feel better. Sorry. Continue. Oh, he's ringing you at this time of night. Oh, Sam. Hi, Sam. But yeah, so I'm really enjoying how honest these people have been with each other. And I'm like, that. this is what I need. Yeah. I need um, someone to be like, no, actually, Sam, that's like, yes, go out, have a drink. But you don't need to eat. 
20 chicken nuggets, two chicken wraps, a chicken burger, <laughs> chips of gravy, and ice cream, oh, and cookies. Use this opportunity to discuss the amount of times that you would end a night out in Lancaster and call Domino's Pizza and amend your order <laughs> 10 times by calling them. And you'll literally, Sam will order two large pizzas, three sides, some cookie, Maybe drink. It's feed, for, feed four for a fiver, so it's like 20 quid for oh like enough food. For the amount of food that you, you would order. And I don't even want to think about the amount of money that Domino's Pizza have had for me over the years. Oh, it makes you sick, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm going to share a little life hack for anyone. This is what we used to do in Lancaster. So, well, the, the Domino's at Lancaster stays open till 5am, which is a dream. Yeah, so. You can only order a takeaway at that time of night. So we'd go and stand outside Domino's and there's two things that I used to do. I'd either ring up Domino's, like staring at them through the window and be like, can I order a delivery for outside, please? <laughs> I ordered delivery for outside. <laughs> oh, God. Or, or we used to go, since when I was in third year, I was living at um, Dell Street. Or we'd go, right, can I order a takeaway to Dell Street? And then as they were on the way out, we'd go, right, well, as soon as you go into Dell Street anyway, can we jump in? We <laughs> <laughs> used to get a free taxi home. So bad. So bad. <laughs> Oh, it's such a great, such a great tip, though, mate. It is. Well, so I think our main points then from self care (laughs) view are: don't beat yourself up if you're going to treat yourself to something tasty, because we're all human. We all deserve it. Two, try and feed yourself daily, well, like nutrition, well, like whole food. Yes, whole food. Yeah. And vegetables, and it's like 80 20. Make sure that 80% of what you're eating is in inverted commas healthy, like you know, whole foods. Yeah, and then you can enjoy vegetables. Enjoy that 20% of sweet foods or whatever kind of like pastries or pizzas, and you can enjoy it without beating yourself up about it. I think one of the things as well that I've become more aware of is when I'm at home and I'm feeling miserable. I think I think I've done it at least three times in the last like month. Is I've opened the Domino's app, literally ordered my pizza, created my pizza, put it in the basket. I sit there and I question myself and think, is this going to make me feel better? And then every single time, it's taken me a little bit. But I've been like, no, it's it's really not. It's just going to make me feel like crap afterwards because I don't need. Yeah, you do have to take that extra time, don't you? Yeah, so empowering. It's so empowering. Yeah, but then also, so obviously, eating well makes you feel good. Mm. And then on to exercise. Yes. I love exercise. Would you ever think you'd hear yourself say that? I really didn't. This this time last year, I was unemployed, feeling like absolute bum fluff, and I had <laughs> no motivation whatsoever to do anything. I did not exercise. I just felt horrendous. That's it. I mean, yeah, it's just it's the feeling, like feeling horrendous isn't yeah. it so man it's not a myth yeah it's not like it's not it's so true because i mean that like that's something that i'm now like battling with is like or oh, i'm now much better at and this is largely down to you and like people that i follow on instagram which by the way massive part of self-care you need to oh god do not 
follow loads of skinny Victoria's Secret models. Thank you. You need to unfollow everyone that makes you feel shit. And yeah. if you're scrolling through your newsfeed and someone's making you feel, they won't do it. On, like most of them don't don't do it on purpose. They're not being like your shit because you're not going to the gym. But if, yeah, they've got like they got like a placard of like your name, like yeah, <laughs> your shit. That fuck, like. <laughs> that's how it feels sometimes though isn't it yeah but like my so my mindset has now changed into because I no longer do it for the way that I look this is from people like Ashley Graham and like Classy King and stuff oh Ashley Graham's amazing yeah yeah have you listened to her new podcast by the way yes she is so good I love it big recommendation Mm. for anyone yeah but now I'm like no I do it for my mental well-being rather than just thinking I need to go to the gym to look good I'm like no I need to go to the gym to feel sane and like for yeah. me, a lot of the time, like the past the past few weeks it's been in Australia, obviously I haven't had like a gym membership. So for me that's just been walking more. I just do a little bit yeah. just do a little, a little bit more walking than I would do. And I already feel like I've achieved something and I feel better. It just makes such a difference and I always get a little bit frustrated with people now and I know that I shouldn't because it's not I was in that position and it's not easy to do, but people that I know that we all live really sedentary lifestyles like we all sit behind desks pretty much all of us all day and it's not ideal and I I get upset for people that then go home and do nothing and don't move and I I literally I get upset for them because I'm like you like I'm scared for them but I think that's more because of my own personal experience because I think oh god like when I was like that I was just so unhappy when matter of the fact is if they don't want to go and do exercise it's everybody's personal choice isn't mm-hmm. it yeah oh god yeah and right now I would never I'm I would never force myself no and not like if I don't want to go to the gym one day I'm not going like yesterday barely moved a muscle because I was like nah I'm just not feeling it today that's self-care though isn't it you sometimes you just need the yeah. days and you think you know what no I don't want to today but then you'll go to the gym again when you feel like it later on that week, and you would have forgotten that you you would you would have forgotten by now that you didn't even go that day. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's never going to affect your life missing a few days in the gym. Yeah, exactly. For example, today I haven't been because I came in from work, and I made the conscious decision earlier that I was going to come in and I was going to have a nap <laughs> because I was absolutely knackered. And I'm, you know, we were going to record this podcast and I just thought I'm not going to stress myself out by getting in from work, going to the gym, coming back, feeding myself before I can sit down and do this. So I've just come in, I've kind of tidied my room, made my space a bit more kind of relaxing, got my pajamas on and had a good sleep. And I love that. Yeah, and I feel great for it. I really do. You're I feel, a queen of self-care. I feel, yeah, sometimes I think so. Other times not so <laughs> Sometimes I'm the worst. I can be my own worst enemy where I think I was wor- a lot worse for this in the past and it's also definitely got a lot to do with the people that I surround myself with, which we'll go on to soon. But in the past, I could sit in in a miserable state for like three days and not see anybody. And that mm-hmm. that is literally, that is not self-care. <laughs> yeah, so that's the same here. Yeah, And that, again, comes down to being like self-aware and it's, and obviously it's taken like a long time for me to realise because sometimes I'll go, do you know what? I just need a weekend into myself. Yeah. Then I, I know that I'm actually not good when I spend time on my own. Well, obviously, yes, I will. I mean, I spend, I spend a lot of time on my own. I've been travelling on my own. I would go like on Saturday, 
I spent the day on my own and I went to watch the um, flug, like Red Bull Flugtag event in yeah. Sydney by myself. And it was just, it was fun. Like that's different, isn't it? Because you're out and about and you're not just sat in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whereas like, it's like so many times where I was living on my own in um, Leighton Buzzard, mm. I I was, at the time, I'd be like, yeah, this is this is good for me to spend this time <laughs> on my own. And then I'm, you know, like you say, three days later, no human interaction because I don't text anyone either. Yes, literally the so, worst communication. Like I thought, I think I'm bad, and then I realised that I'm not you, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like a shadow of my former self because I know that I get a lot of my energy and motivation from other people. Yeah, you and I are the same. We both thrive off other people. It's just knowing yourself, like, I isn't feel, it? I feel more energetic right now just from talking to you. Yeah, same. I'm just feeling your vibes, you know? Oh, girl. Feeling it. Send them good vibes. But, like, I, I also, like, I love this saying at the moment that I've seen a lot, which is where you, people say, like, take yourself out on dates. Oh. Which I love because, like, why do you need to have, why do you need to go and do stuff with other people when you can go and do it by yourself and have a great yeah. time? So, oh, yeah, I, I'm I, a big advocate for that. Time. You're doing it. You're going out and seeing things on your own. And yeah. Especially. I used to do it in the UK as well. I used to go to the rugby on my own. Yeah. And like, I love going to the cinema on my own. I actually really enjoy it. Oh, I love that. I've not done the that thing before. The thing is with the cinema is that you don't talk to anybody anyway when you're in there. So Fantastic. It doesn't really make much of a difference if you're on your own, does it? But yeah. um, something that I found that really helps me as well is spending time outside, like in nature. Yeah. <laughs> Being at one with nature. So I read the other day that green is actually the best colour for our, our eyes. Like it causes our eyes the least stress out of every single colour ever. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And I think that's obviously to do with like our ancestors and stuff like that and our genetics because obviously we were born to be outside and like the greenery just relaxes us. So I love spending my time out walking and that's been like the biggest benefit of a friendship that I made around this time last year where him and I, we just get up really early on a Saturday or a Sunday, we go and travel somewhere we haven't been before and we just go on these walks and it's oh like she makes me feel so much better a bit of energy a bit of outdoors looking at amazing views 
for my self-care that is mega and I know when I haven't done it for a while because I'm feeling a bit agitated a bit frustrated from being kept in the house for ages and after doing that I feel so much better yeah well do you know what it's actually even been um proven that just like having plants in your house makes you feel (laughs) it can make you feel better like so that's why for example like in this um co-working space that I work in right now they've got plants everywhere greenery everywhere because are you there there right now yeah what time did you get up this morning I'm in a little phone booth um well so I was my alarm went off at half five and I thought because well because I wanted to walk in because I didn't walk in yesterday Mm. and I'm and I had no, like, I just had no energy at all yesterday. And I yeah. knew it was because, like, I just had a weekend of, obviously, like, boozing and just eating. But I hadn't, I would also hadn't, like, barely moved. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to get up early in the morning and walk in. But then I didn't, I didn't end up going to bed till lo- till later than I'd planned. Yeah, I, was taking... I remember thinking when you messaged me, oh, it's a bit late. So one thing that I do now because with all this research around sleep and stuff which is a massive thing I will always no matter what try my hardest to make sure that I can get at least seven hours sleep yes like, whereas I used to be the kind of person even after dad died even up till last year I was the type of person oh, that was- you're, you were awful Sam even at uni you yeah. would try and live off like five hours sleep I would but I used to say that my I was like no my optimal my optimal amount of sleep is 6.5 hours <laughs> I lived off that for like however many years and no wonder I was just like so up and down with my moods and uh, you know what I was eating how I was feeling because I was just not sleeping and you know felt like shit sleep is life like I'm such a big advocate of that as well yeah it's so important there are times when I'm going to bed and I think yeah I'm going to get up at six tomorrow and go to the gym but I do have a bit of a dodgy relationship with sleep where if I know that I want to get up early I really struggle to then go to sleep. Uh-huh. I'm all panicked and worked up and really struggle. So sometimes when that happens, if I'm still awake at like half 11, I just think, right, well, I'm not going to go to the gym in the morning now because I, and I think this is okay because I'm like, well, I'm not going to get enough sleep. I'm just going to affect my day tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll just, I'll just turn my alarm off and go to the gym after work and it's fine. Yeah, well, I heard a podcast, more podcasts, and mm. there was like a sleep expert on there, and they were like, getting enough sleep is just as important as going to the gym. And so if you're thinking, you know, if you laid there before bed one night, think deciding between an extra hour of sleep or getting up an extra hour early to go to the gym, they're like, take the extra hour of sleep. Because also, there was a podcast that I listened to more recently. And it was about this guy who did like the longest radio show ever and he stayed oh. awake for like the longest, he like broke a world record for staying awake, the longest person ever. Sounds like her. But now, it was called Hidden Brain, but now he suffers from insomnia, he can oh. barely sleep now because he's like, the universe is repaying me for trying to avoid <laughs> sleep for those however many days and now he said he just he cannot sleep and he's so ill oh it makes you so unwell yeah I think that's so one of the one things and like you really notice it with people when they haven't slept very well you get so agitated and it affects everything I just have like no energy yeah yeah I don't know how you used to do it I, I think, don't but I, I think really you know what because I was quite numb I did I was not aware of my how I was feeling really at all before like before I lost my dad for it I never used to think about it I just fucking 
power through the whole time thinking that was the best thing. Even after yeah. you lost your dad, you were like a machine. You never yeah. stopped. It was, exactly. it was constant stimulation for you all the time. Because at the time you think you feel great, but it's just mm. all the adrenaline. And because I was just going, 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 I didn't ever stop and think how shit I felt. And it's not until you then all of a sudden hit that like massive low I like fuck <laughs> I really haven't taken care of myself <laughs> yeah and it wasn't until I was even still doing it this year and it really wasn't until like my lord and my line managers at work sat me down and was like Sam this is actually ridiculous like and this is what I mean by having people around you that will be honest with you he was like the amount you're working you know because I'm a workaholic he's like it's insane gonna burn out and some people don't come back from that and I was like, oh, shit. And it's so true and it's scary. Yeah. Well, you know, because I always used to shout at you when I'd know that you'd been in work at like 7 o'clock that day and you'd ring me and it'd be like half 7, 8. And you'd only yeah. just be and yeah. it's just not healthy. And I think this actually brings us on really nice, I think, actually, to what we do now to help. And I think it's a really good opportunity for you to discuss your reasons behind moving to Australia. Oh, God, yeah. That was some serious self-care, I think, and it's really good. Yeah, I, ne- I like just needed it, you know. There were so many reasons, but I was finding it, as I've already said, I, I have very little willpower, and mm-hmm. I know that I need outside influences to help me be a good person and to look after myself, because if I'm left to my own devices, I just I turn to shit. So I need accountability... I need the right environment and it's stuff like I know that I'm a better person in the summer I mean we all are yeah I literally turn to shit in the winter I and it does it's such a thing man yeah yeah so I've 100% got that even in the UK I would try and put things in place that would force me to you know make the right choice but I would still find it so difficult I need I know that I need to be in an environment where everyone around me is doing it's again surrounding yourself with you know the right people and stuff as well yeah. everyone here just fucking exercises all the time everyone Mega. eats well I'm not getting judged for ordering a salad in a restaurant everyone's <laughs> doing it everyone sees it as a good thing you get rewarded for you know looking after yourself whereas I think in the UK we have such a like a bad view of it and I think because we all feel guilty ourselves I do it I do it like if I feel guilty for not going to the gym I like, and someone says to me, "Oh my god, I feel so shit because I haven't been to the gym and I've been eating really badly." Then I'd be like, "Oh, that's fine. We all do it." But you need someone to be like, "No, get your act together, put yourself out." Yeah, but yeah, like that's I'm learning. I'm still learning myself from what I need to help me, you know, be the best person that I can be. And one of the first podcasts I ever listened to was, um, is it just called Happier or The Happiness Project or something like that? I think it might be called Happier. It's yeah, the one I think with you- Yeah. And she has this, she's now released a book about it called like The Four Tendencies. Um, and she talks about the fact that everyone is different and everyone needs, you know, different things in their life to help them succeed at stuff. So there's like four of them. So it's either you're in e- either an upholder, a questioner, an obliger, or a rebel. And she has like all these different like, methods for how you can like life, like hack your life so that you put things in place that make you like do the things that you should be doing that you wouldn't okay. usually do so like my big one is accountability I need outside yeah. accountability and deadlines I need deadlines yeah nice well that's, it kind of scares me a little bit because I'm obviously still living at home with my dad 
and I'm living and working in the same place where I was brought up and I do I find it difficult because I know that I'm not fully doing what I want to do at this moment in time however at the same time I also know that it's good for me to have some time to be able to work on myself as well so whilst I am living at home and my commute to work is literally basically like non-existent like it's so close it is giving me the freedom to like be able to go to the gym have some more time to just relax after after the working day rather than coming in at like 7 p.m eating food and going straight to bed Mm. and obviously having time to kind of do stuff like this with you and it is it is nice being able to be more aware of what's making me feel better and what's not and being able to understand myself a little bit more and I do feel like the time that I'm spending now is going to benefit benefit me a lot yeah I think I think you're right and like you like you're never going to have it all so like I'm out here now and I'm yeah, I'm doing better at, you know, being healthier to myself and whatever and getting more sunshine and I'm out and about more. But the trade-off is I'm further away from my family, you know, my best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're, like, you're never going to have it all. you just got to have what's right for you at the time. And, and that's the same- scary thing, I think, because we can't help but, but want it all. We want the perfect job, to live in the perfect place, to feel great as much as we can, to be surrounded yeah. by our friends. And there's so much pressure, I think, to have that that we forget sometimes to look around and be like, what I'm doing right now is right for me right now. Exactly. I'm I'm a massive believer in like right gut instinct, but also just as long as you're happy doing what you're doing, then then that's all that matters. So honestly, moving to Australia was not an easy decision. Oh gosh, no. Was so emotional and so just like drained like that week leading up you know right before we went to just before we went to Mexico I was just I was a mess yeah um and I'd had these conversations with like 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 the directors at work and they'd be like you know why are you going and I was like trying to be all professional and be like oh for all these different reasons and then when they were still trying to convince me to stay at the end of it I was like I'm just sad here like I'm really sad and I'm going to continue to be sad (laughs) unless I do something about it which I think is so brave to admit to yourself, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm a massive believer in like just listening to your gut. If your gut says you yeah. should do something or you shouldn't do something, yeah. I just trust it. Don't ever feel forced to do anything. Don't feel forced to go anywhere. So many people are just so happy being at home. And that's the happiest yeah. that they are, surrounded by the family, where they grew up. It's so hard. I think one of the massive things you can do for self-care is to not compare yourself. And I know it's so much easier said than done because it is it is literally in our like dna to compare ourselves to people well like even i do it now because i'm obviously you're over there now and you're kind of doing a bit of freelance work and you're in the sunshine and you're experiencing this new adventure and i am like overwhelmingly jealous Mm. like because that that is at some point what i want to do but i know that right now and it's just not viable but it's true, like it's, it is really hard and you see other people doing these things that you want to do, but just know that we're not as old as we think that we are. Yeah, 100. Like, you feel like time, you feel like time's running out, and it's not. Like, it really isn't, like we're not as old as we think. Yeah. There's still, there's still a lot of time ahead of us to be able to do all these really exciting things. Yeah, like life is short, yeah. but it's not that short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's short if you can't die, but... <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. 
I mean, yeah. Which is another thing, self-care. Check yourself for cancer. Check yourself. Check for people around you as well. Like, so, I mean, actually, Kat, I don't know. How did your mum detect her cancer? Took the doctors ages. It? it was awful. Yeah. Blood in a poo. That's a big set of bowel cancer. Really bad stomach cramps. Um, losing weight without an ex- explanation. Um, very fatigued. That kind of thing. Uh-huh. But for, yeah, for bowel cancer, one of the biggest ones is blood in, in, your, uh, in your stool. So my dad had a cough that stuck around. For ages, obviously, then he looked at his mouth and realised that he had this massive thing in his throat. So it's just... Oh, crap. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing there? So it's <sighs> definitely, like, look out for the people around you as well. Um, and if you notice yeah. something about them, just fucking force them to go to the doctors. <laughs> like, that's what they're there for. Same with the mental health as well. Oh, big time. Everything like that, you know? Don't be afraid to bring it up and talk to people about it because you might save somebody's life. Oh, one honey pee. Yeah. Yeah so agree with that um so I did um on the way in I thought I'm gonna do a little google see what's out there for self-care tips for grief lovely like this there's a few out there um I mean there's one that's got like 64 ideas which only one of them's just like smile (laughs) 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 you know (laughs) (laughs) but one of them so I mean most of them are like you know Listen to your body, you know, take time for yourself, yeah. sleep. But then, what was the other one that I just thought of, actually, well, that I just saw and I've now lost it? I was like, oh, yeah, we've talked about that before. Um, Where art thou? Oh, cry. Oh, yes. Just So what, one, of, one of my favourite things to do, if I haven't cried in a long time, and I know that I could really do with a cry... I will watch a really, really sad film and there is nothing I love more than bawling my eyes out at a sad film. I recently watched A Star Is Born, that new film with Lady Gaga in it. I was crying for days. (laughs) Days. felt felt bloody brilliant. That's it. Even, like, last week, my friend Martha emailed... uh, She didn't email me. That was very formal. She sent me a message on Instagram. (laughs) Good afternoon. I hope you're well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just writing to inform you that... <laughs> she'd uh, listened to the podcast or a bit of the podcast and she said she was just bawling and she was like but I needed that she's like I hadn't had a cry in so long oh and I, crying does bit yeah I, I haven't had a cry for a while and I just I know I'm gonna need it soon because of all well like, you know you'll be here to have a cry with you when you decide that it's time yeah just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll ring you off and that'll be how I answer what's happening you <laughs> can't <laughs> 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 um what else is there then to do with grief oh connect with others I think this is a big one you know there's Mm. but this is again about surround yourself with the right people but connect with people and people that are going to be good for you just just yeah. talking to anyone can make you feel better but use things like the dpc if you're one of us even if you're not we're open human beings just drop us a message. yeah definitely the amount of messages that i've received from people that are like oh you know i haven't experienced the death of a parent but i've listened to your podcast where you talked about your mental health and stuff and i really resonated with it yeah and these kind of messages are literally so nice to hear because it's good to know that 
people can relate yeah. even when it's even when it's circumstances we're all human beings and we all kind of suffer the same emotions a lot of the time and life can be really overwhelming but this whole group is you know to let people know that they aren't on their own oh I just love that <laughs> so I think we've covered quite a lot of topics there today we have um yeah, I'm actually so happy that we've managed to get this done. We're going to start, Sam and I are going to start doing podcasts like this a little bit more often because it is really nice having people on and interviewing them. But I think it's also nice to have the opportunity to, to just talk with each other and discuss things that are really prevalent in our lives and what's going on with us at the moment and when we think some things are applicable and could help you guys. Yeah. I think it's really nice for us to be able to sit and kind of have a conversation about it. I agree, because also I do find that even if I have these conversations about self-care with other people that are not in the DPC, it's, it, I mean, it's a different conversation. You don't necessarily yeah. get it as much, you know? I think Very true. Yeah, more, I think like, self-care is especially important when you're grieving because you need to make sure that you're taking time for yourself and looking after yourself as much as possible because your body's already been through enough stress yeah. and already, you know, you're already struggling and, you are your number one priority at the end of the day. So, love yourself. Yeah, love yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I so I'm just going to read this top bit from here that I've literally just read now. So it says, self care during grief can help you suffer less in mind, body, and spirit. Just doing one of them can start the ball rolling. Don't feel like you need to do it all at once. So it's like you know, just pick one or two things. So for me taking yourself out for one walk yeah exactly that was like when I've walking you don't want to for some fish and some veg you don't need to sell your house and move to Australia you can just (laughs) just go for a walk (laughs) just literally just go for a walk so when Sam goes to Australia I travel half an hour in a car and walk up a hill so yeah exactly (laughs) so you know everyone's different there's different there's different things for everybody that can work yeah and don't worry if you're not you're not gonna feel great 100 percent of the time. <laughs> you like you never you will never feel fantastic 100 percent of the time, especially if you are grieving, because it will always come back around. Even if it's one day a year, it's more likely it'll be more often than that. You just gotta. Well, I think a good a good example would be um. So we recently kind of celebrated, I suppose, is a way to say it. Um, three. That celebrated is such a wrong thing to say. I know, say. mate. I say celebrated um, all the time because I'm like, it's an anniversary. <laughs> commemorated. Um, three years since my mum died, and she died on November the fifth. Um, which is obviously bonfire night here in the UK. Is it also bonfire night in Australia? Do they do that there? No, no it's not a thing over here. No, because obviously it's quite, it's quite yeah. walks. Yeah, yeah. I, I found myself explaining this to a lot of people and I did not do it much justice I was like oh we have fireworks and we build a big fire and then we put like a fake person on the fire yeah, and they're, they're like, like wow the English are really fucked up wow. <laughs> yeah and I was like oh and then we eat toffee apples anyway so but with it being bonfire night it actually gives us an excuse to celebrate so yeah. one of the things that myself and my dad do for self-care is we surround ourselves with friends and family on days when we know that it's going to be a little bit more difficult than others so we had like 60 people around our house and we fed them all we had a big bonfire we watched fireworks and it's just really nice because even like a lot of these people didn't even know my mom but it's still so nice having them around and 
we just we talk about her and it's just a really open space and everyone has a great time and it just brings nice memories to the table rather than sitting in and being sad and depressed so yeah, yeah. self-care tip yourself with great people yeah food with gratitude as well because yeah like what struck me as well was at the end of that day both you and your dad had posted something being like you know look it's shit that we lost joe obviously it's shit but we're so grateful to have all these people yeah yeah we are very grateful people are great people are bloody great anyway give them the opportunity and they're fantastic i think speaking of self-care this girl is ready to pop her clogs not die but go Shit. <laughs> that was not the right phrase to use. Tech, don't do it. <laughs> don't worry, I will still be here. <laughs> Please text me in the morning. For <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake. Speaking of self care. <laughs> now I'm going to go and pop my, my clogs. This is the BBC <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> FML. All right, Princess. Yeah, I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much for listening to this week's DPC podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have and have found some comfort in the stories that you've heard today. If you've resonated with anything we've said, have any questions or want to get involved, please do contact us. We're on Instagram. It's at DPC podcast. You can email us on DPC podcast at hotmail.com or we have a contact form on our website www.dpcpodcast.co.uk We have a whole bunch of resources over on our website. More information about dealing with grief, losing a parent and professionals to contact if you should need it. Because as Kat so eloquently said in our first podcast, we're not providing healthcare, we're just chatting <laughs> If you think this podcast could help someone, then we would love for you to share it. We upload new podcasts every week, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Loads of love from Sam and Kat. See, See you next Tuesday. Nailed it. Nailed it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.